bunch of papers you can hold it up to. Right? <laughs> you know? Please let me know things that I'm doing that I should be making adjustments on. I, uh, I've barely been watching back yeah, our things. Not. Like, I'm, I only see it because I edit it. Yeah. So I, like, I've noticed just things about myself. Yeah. You're fine. I actually was looking yesterday. I was like, I just need to stop not looking. <laughs> I'm, like, avoiding the camera. I'm looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. I uh, figured you were going to talk about Verlander's last outing. Yeah, I saw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I, <laughs> you've been doing I it. I so like. just, yeah. I, I've been also trying to like read over what you're going to say so I don't step on your toes or say something. That's fine, too, though. I can pivot off stuff or... Nice oh, mirror. I could just use my phone, I guess. Nice mirror there. Let's see. Me, me, me. I gotta check the hair. The worst is when I have like a hair sticking out. It bothers me so much it's when I'm editing. Literally a big reason why <laughs> I just recently buzzed the hair off. All right. One second. Yep. Literally just yawned in my eyes. <laughs> oh, no. watering a little oh, bit. Oh, God. Ah, all right. <laughs> the bright lights don't help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what am I, I just got through with weather. Mm-hmm. All right. Three, two, one. So lots of weather conditions to keep an eye on. And now we bring in Tyler Weeman, our fantasy expert here to talk some daily fantasy strategies. And we've got a big slate of games today, which means a lot of pitchers to sort through and go through for our pitcher projections today. Uh, just looking at the overall slate, is there anything, a trend that you kind of see? Is it just maybe not great options today? So we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel a bit. Yeah. There, there's a lot of mix in the options, I would say. There are a couple good options, and it's really pushing the ownership up high on them. Uh, but there are things to not like about those options also, which is kind of interesting. But all in all, it is a kind of meh pitcher slate. Sure. So hopefully we get some more offense. Yeah. So let's take a look at some of those mm-hmm. player projections or pitcher projections in particular. We're going to start with Astros. Justin Verlander, Mm -hmm. who's going up against the explosive Toronto Blue Jays lineup today. And I was kind of curious, I guess, why he was the most owned, considering the Blue Jays have just been so awesome on offense and we know what they're capable Mm -hmm. of. And even though we know Verlander's an awesome pitcher, it's still kind of – we kind of just – 
know what we're getting out of the Blue Jays offense is what we're doing there. And the last time he um, he was out, though, Verlander gave up just three hits in eight innings of shutout mm-hmm. baseball, eight strikeouts. So he seems to be back in vintage Verlander form. And what do you see from him today when you look at his matchup? Yeah, as you mentioned, he's, you know, in vintage Verlander form. He looked great last time out. Looked like his old self. The one thing I would say, his his ownership does look very high. And really, that's just his projection is a lot higher than everybody mm-hmm. else's. You have to pay for it. He is over 10K, but it's Justin Verlander and everybody feels safe going to him, which is just pushing that ownership up. One thing to note, though, is versus Toronto, he has actually been really good in 44 plate attempts. Hmm. He has... He Toronto is hitting 150, and they have a 40% K rate against him. So they have struggled versus Verlander, which also could be part of the reason why that ownership's up. Yeah, that's interesting, too, because the Blue Jays are, I believe, fifth right now in slugging percentage in Major League Baseball, so they have been doing well. But Verlander, vintage Verlander, threw for eight innings for the first time since 2019 last time out, Mm -hmm. and I think he really put to rest a lot of the question marks that were out here about how he was going to be following that Tommy John surgery and all that recovery. But I think he put the doubters to rest. I agree. Let's take a look now at White Sox righty Michael Kopech going up against the Twins. He's 22% owned on DraftKings, 10% on FanDuel. And he's only allowed one earned run this season. Last time out against the Rays, no earned runs, five strikeouts and five innings pitched. And he's going up against the Twins, who are fourth lowest batting average right now in baseball. Is that what you think people are looking to exploit here today? Absolutely. Then Kopech is, was a highly like sought-after prospect. Mm-hmm. So he has a lot of pedigree. And then to go along with that, he has the highest combined K rate on the slate at 28%. He has a low 2.72 FIP over his last five starts. And so far this year, it's 2.9 for his two starts. So he has been a very good pitcher. One thing I would like to note, though, is he only went 75 pitches. So hopefully in his last start. So hopefully mm-hmm. this start, he's going over 80. But still, that you know is a little bit limited. Uh, as far as a game total here, it is 7.5. It's one of the lowest on the slate. And the wind is blowing in pretty mm-hmm. strong, 15 to 20 miles an hour, which Shannon mentioned yeah, already in the weather, weather report. So uh, with those things kind of combined, I I like Kopech. Uh, as far as, you know, the next kind of tier for sure. high-owned player. I like that you mentioned the pitch count, too, because even though pitchers are starting to get back in their form, mm-hmm. like it is something that you got to check when you make your daily fantasy lineup because Absolutely. some guys might not last that yeah. long and could could perhaps you could perhaps miss out on some points there. So. Yeah, the the guys you really kind of need to look at this early in the season are the younger pitchers. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that teams are going to be a little more conservative with their sure. pitch counts. The older guys, the older vets, teams yeah. aren't too worried about hurting them. That makes sense. Let's take a look at Red Sox righty Michael Walker going up against the Rays. Um, what do you like about him? It's not just him, though, that you like here also. It's Peralta, who are 
both kind of coming in around the same ownership. Yeah, I wanted to mention both of them because like Copec, they're all coming in right around 22%. So I just wanted to touch on them quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Waka has been great this season, though. He only has one earned run and 9.1 innings. He has a 25% combined K rate today. And in 27 played against against Toronto or against Tampa Bay, they are hitting him at 280, though. He is very cheap, though. He has some upside. He's been good this year. And uh, with that, we'll go right into Peralta. Yeah, he's gotten knocked around a little bit this year. Yes, he has. And Philly hitters are actually hitting 400 against him in his career. And six home runs with a, a 500 ISO. The one good thing, though, is it is Peralta. He is one of the elite pitchers. He once he figures it out so mm -hmm. far this season. His combined K rate is 25%, so there is some upside there, but just be wary that Philly has hit him hard. Right, and last time out, he gave up six earned runs in three mm -hmm. innings pitch against the Cardinals, who are sort of middle of the pack in terms of offense. And yeah. like you mentioned, the Phillies, uh, their bats could be. Peralta could be in for a long day, maybe. He, he could be. Or, or a short day. Short day. <laughs> long day at the office, but short short game. Okay. Yep. Let's take a look at some low-owned guys that maybe you could find a little mm -hmm. bit of value with. We're always trying to find the value picks. Mm -hmm. Ranger Suarez. Philly's lefty going up against the Brew Crew. 7% owned. He had a bad first outing this season. He earned the win most recently, though, against the Marlins and showed a little bit of improved efficiency. What are you seeing from this matchup that you like? So Suarez was really good all, all last season. He's been a little shaky to start, but over the last 20 starts, he has a 2.8 FIP. And over the last uh, five starts, it's 2.57. He also has excellent stat cast data, super low exit velocities, and he's just forcing a lot of ground balls. There is a 23% combined K rate, so there is some upside there. And as, you know, we've talked about before, Milwaukee is not good against lefties. They're yeah. the fourth worst. And so for all those reasons, I do like him. Now the bad with Ranger is that he's maxed out at 70, 78 pitches so far this season. So he could be a little limited. Hopefully he gets into the mid-80s. And then the last thing is that he is a f the favorite pitcher, and Milwaukee only has a 3.7 implied total. So there's a lot of data going in his way sure. today. Another pitcher that is also low-owned is Patrick Corbin, the Nationals lefty who's going up against the Giants. 2% ownership mm -hmm. there. Hasn't put up great numbers this season. Been a little disappointing. He got banged up in the Nats game against the Braves a week and a half ago. And last Sunday, that was two earned runs and five and a third, four strikeouts. Um, the Giants are, though, bottom 10 in the league in batting average. Mm -hmm. So what are you seeing here? The Giants are actually last in the league against left-handed pitchers, too. Well, there you go. And the w they have a 41 WRC plus, which is incredibly low. Uh, they're striking out 30% of the time versus lefties and have a 156 average versus lefties. So this is really more so the case of San Francisco has been bad about against lefties. Corbin is a, a vet who has been really good in his past and actually has a great track record versus San Francisco. Uh, the other thing is that he has a 3.8 FIP over his last five starts and to start the year, his FIP is right about the same. And there's a combined K rate here of 25%. So 
So it does show some upside and for his career, he has a 3.68 ERA at home, whereas away it's a 4.58. So with all of that, I, I do like him. The one thing I do want to note as far as the bad is he has a 5.46 FIP over his last 20 starts. And so far this year, he's walking 5.5 batters per nine innings. So he's had some command issues. Last year, he was bad. Uh, I'm hoping here he turns it around. Well, I like that you mentioned the Giants. Don't you love it when I bring a stat and then you just exploit the stat and we find all (laughs) the different angles that we can exploit on Daily Fantasy. It's awesome. That's why we're the dynamic duo here on the On Deck podcast. Let's go. So let's move along to our stacks. Our highest owned stacks today. San Francisco yep. against the Nationals. Don't you love when it just segues right into what we previously talked about? Everybody so wants to pick on a pitcher that I found some good things about. <laughs> well, looking at this, though, do you see where people are coming from in terms of stacking the Giants? Absolutely. There is a lot of value. The Giants are super cheap today. So because of they're so cheap, optimizers and people are are pushing him pushing them into their lineups against Corbin. Like I said, he's been he was bad last year. He was inconsistent. He's a high variance pitcher. Uh the one thing to note though is San Francisco hasn't been great against him. They're hitting 252 against him with a low 131 ISO and 121 plate attempts. So, I can really see you go either way here like they are cheap so they'll allow you to get to Verlander and some of the other high-priced pitchers but you know you may not have the upside you think sure how about the Yankees going up against the Guardians that's our second highest owned stack today I uh, saw that smile there when I (laughs) when you said Yankees a little bit a little bit (laughs) So it looks like it'll be righty Eli Morgan, yes. who in his last appearance gave up two earned runs in one inning of relief. The longest he's lasted is three innings pitch, which could be a little bit alarming for the Guardians. But for the Bronx Bombers, could be music to their ears, right? And they could be the Bombers today, that's for sure. Eli has given up two home runs per nine innings. So there is a chance that we see at least one today. I wish I had known that stat before I picked my home run pick. And <laughs> and they are <laughs> the wind is also blowing out. So there is absolutely some chance. But like you said, Eli Morgan likely doesn't go too far into this game. So the Yankees will need to jump on him early. The other thing I'll note is that it hasn't been a confirmed uh, case yet sure. that Eli Morgan yes. is starting. He is just the expected starter at this point. Uh, but he hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. Yankees have been a middle road offense. He gives up home runs. Right. That's what Yankees are good at. Yeah. So that is why ownership seems to be going there. Well, how about the Angels going up mm-hmm. against Orioles lefty Bruce Zimmerman? Now, looking at Zimmerman, he's actually been pretty good this season, including the last time out against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Five shutout innings, six strikeouts against my Bronx Bombers in that one. We're not bitter. But are you taking the Angels today against the Orioles? Uh, So the Angels versus lefties have had a very low 1.16 ISO, but they're getting on base. They have a 10% walk rate against lefties and the the third highest Babbitt at a 340 against lefties. 
So they've been getting on base and been getting in position to score runs. And then Bruce Zimmer, like we talked about, uh, has been okay, but he's actually been worse against, le against lefties. So don't be scared putting Walsh or Shohei in your, in your lineup. Both of them are good, in good spots, and Zimmer has a 5.88 ERA away from home. Well, that's I'm a, I almost went with some Angels today. I was looking at them for a home mm -hmm. run prop just because of I uh, thought about going the, Shohei. Yeah, yeah, it's always tempting to go Shohei. He always kind of delivers. Yeah, he does. He's great. <laughs> Let's He's go great. our low owned stacks, and then we'll get to your home run calls. Dodgers going up against yes. the Padres and. Are you feeling okay? You're, you're right over there putting the Dodgers against your Padres in a low-owned stack position. What am I doing today? <laughs> What are you doing? Well, it'll be right-hander Nick Martinez towing the rubber for the Padres in this one. And Martinez coming off an outing where he gave up four earned runs and in five innings pitch against the Braves, including three bombs mm -hmm. and struggled with his command, four walks. And consider this the Braves average against righties. Yeah, they rank 18th. So then you look at the Dodgers, who rank third in the league mm -hmm. against righties. So that he could also be in for a long short day at the <laughs> office. Yeah, I, I, it hurts. It hurts going against uh, the Padres. But Dodgers have just crushed righties. They're second in the league with WRC+. plus. It's just cold, hard math. And Sometimes you got to take the emotion out of it. It is. And we're not really sure who Nick Martinez is. Mm -hmm. Before he left to Japan, he was a bad pitcher. He was great in Japan. Then last time out against the Braves, he found out he wasn't in Japan anymore, and they hit three home runs against him. He has two home runs. Uh, two of his home runs are off lefties, so maybe he's giving up some more power mm -hmm. to lefties there. So the jury's really still out on – Martinez's return to Major League Baseball, but at their ownership, how good that Dodger offense is, I'm willing to take some chances there. Well, how about some chances with the Oakland A's going up against mm -hmm. Rangers' Glenn Otto, who's making a spot start today because John Gray is heading to the injured list. And I was looking up stats on Glenn Otto because we haven't seen him this year. And the last time up in the big leagues, he gave up 24 runs in five games in September. Ooh. Yeah. He had a nine ERA last year. So but I then, can see why we're going Oakland A's in this one is what I'm trying to say. To add on to that this spring, he was also bad and had an 8.5 ERA. Now he actually has been decent in the minors. It's just every time he gets up to the big leagues, he's given up runs. It's what happens he's done. Sometimes. Yes. Get to so the big stage. that, he could, you it's know, but we reason. could also see somebody settle in easily, you I, know, absolutely. get a few starts and he, get he, the jitters out. But this is his first appearance this year. It is his first appearance this year. He's had two start in, two starts in the minors. He's only gone like three innings, both, both starts. So one thing I wanted to note is that the bullpen for Texas has been awful. They are last in the league. Uh, giving up 1.8 home runs per nine and walking 11% of the batters. So be, if you see Otto or the bullpen, either side, 
can really probably pick on um, Texas a little bit well, today. Those stats and, are music to my ears. Yeah, for o- our, uh, Oakland's looking looking good for my for our next couple of picks here. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else to note with the stacks or anything we missed out on on the projections for daily fantasy? One thing I wanted to bring up is is Houston. They still haven't been totally clicking on offense. We know they're a good offense, but they have the fifth highest implied total on the slate and. In our projections, in our system, Pena and Alvarez are really popping a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it might be nice to do a little stack for Houston so as well. even though they haven't been as productive as we, I guess, expected from them this season, mm-hmm. it still might be worth it. it it's worth it. We know, we know the offense is going to turn around, kind of sure. like the Braves. Yes. Like, it's only a matter of time until they start clicking. So I, I would be willing to take some chances there, too. Got to take some chances if you want to win big, right? Exactly. That's <laughs> most of the time in my single entry lineups, I won't cash. But when I do, I'm usually towards the top because I'm You're okay taking with taking risks. the chance. Yeah. There you go. Well, those are some great options to choose from today in Daily Fantasy. Now it is time, yep, for our home run calls Yesterday, Daniel Vogelback, baby. Let's mm-hmm. go. He hit a home run for me. I love when people make me look like a genius on this show. <laughs> I mean, thanks, Daniel. So anyways, today we've got to continue the streak. We've been doing very well on our home yes. run picks. I think there's only been two days when one of the three of us hasn't correctly predicted at least one of the home runs. So we've been mm-hmm. crushing it. Who are you going with today? We'll start with you. She's starting with me because I'm picking on my Padres <laughs> again. I am going with Freddie Freeman to go yard against Nick Martinez. Uh, Martinez is giving up a 368 ISO and allowing 8% of at-bats to be home runs versus lefties. So for those reasons, I'm saying Freeman goes yard today. Cold hard math. Take the emotions out of it. <laughs> And just make the correct call. That's what is, we try to do here. What, what we try to do. Well, I've got no emotions in this one. I'm going Cody Bellinger going up against Nick Martinez. Another lefty bat against mm-hmm. the righty Martinez. And Belly crushes right-handed pitching. I think he gets his third career home run at Petco today. That's where I'm headed. Now it's time for our prop picks mm-hmm. of the day. We've been pretty much crushing those as well. So... We'll start with you once again. Where's the prop headed today? All right. I am going out on a limb on this one again. I am going with my low-owned pitcher, Patrick Corbin. Okay. For under 2.5 earned runs at plus 120. He's done that in two of three starts this season, and he's facing San Francisco, which is a bad verse lefties. Mm-hmm. So I want to double down on that. I also do like Patrick Corbin to win plus 200. Uh, If you do want to bet that, but maybe want to go a little more conservative, you could go the money line, Washington plus 150. I love that you found all these terrible batting stats for Giants, and you're just kind of honing in on it. I'm going with it. That's what you got to do when you're you're doing your research on your props. Well, I am going with Tony Kemp over one and a half bases. That's actually at plus 150. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at this, he's uh, Oakland A's. He leads off for them has reached that mark in five of 13 games this season, but he's the leadoff lefty batter for the A's, and he's two for two against Otto. So we're going to pick on Otto a little bit, being that yeah. it is, this is his 
first start of the season in the major leagues. And in previous times up, he hasn't done that well. Mm -hmm. And he's actually uh, two for two against Otto in the times that he's faced him, which is a small sample size. But Kemp is batting 311 this year. Um, you know, another lefty-righty matchup. He's leading the team in OBP and batting average. So I really like this play. And when I saw the plus money, I was kind of surprised about it because he's at the top of the order mm -hmm. and he'll see a couple uh, times through the through the lineup there. So yep, I agree. I was surprised about that, especially because it's not only Otto who's been bad. The bullpen has been just as bad. Yeah, as that's well. what, when so. you said that um, earlier in the show, I was like, <laughs> I love when you just validate what I'm already thinking. Yeah, that's why we're here. Why we're working here together. <laughs> All right. The dynamic duo. Yes. Of Daily Fantasy on the On Deck podcast. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at LineStar. Be sure to download the app. And if you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Comment below on how you're doing in your daily fantasy or if you have any questions about your lineup or your prop bets, home run calls, just drop a comment. And that's it for us this week. We'll see you again next week. Have a good weekend. We'll see you then. Adios. Yeah. I feel like Fridays are always like a looser show for so like we're Probably. always we're tired and like, we're like, ah, like get me through it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that'll